We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The Rocket Mortgage Classic uh, is rolling this week. We, t- we join uh, in gaming golf after taking a, a week off for the 3M. Uh, and I joined after taking a couple weeks off because I missed for the British, too. So all that and more as we start gaming golf. Hey everybody, welcome to Gaming Golf. It's been a while, been a hot minute for me. I've missed the last two. We took uh, collectively took last week off for the 3M Open, uh, also known as the last or final straw in my season-long team's collapse. Uh, Scott Piercy was on my roster, so that was a oh. really tough watch. Um, we are back at it this week with the uh, Rocket Mortgage Classic, the Ricky, uh, we do not, it's the Ricky Fowler Open. Uh, we do not have uh, Bryson DeChambeau, uh, so uh, it, it's a little bit different. We do have Ricky Fowler. He still hasn't gone living on us yet, so uh, good for him. Uh, guys, how are you? It's been a while. Doing well. Good to see you. Welcome back. Uh, good to just reset after the 3M. The 3M Open, I mean, you got to, that's one you just got to take the week off. and just Let's just take it all in, right? It's too big. Got to just like, you know, yeah. let it, uh, let it marry. But no, good to be back. Yeah. Uh, I wish this, this is like one of the weeks of the year. I, I kind of wish I still lived in Michigan because it's uh, right. fun to pop out there and, and see that one. I lived in the Detroit, I like grew up in Michigan and I lived in the Detroit area for about six years. So um, this would be, this is an event I did not get to see in my time in Michigan, but I wish I could have. Yeah. I, my mom grew up in Detroit. Uh, I spent a lot of summers going up there from Indianapolis. And my best friend from college is from Grand Blank, which is a suburb of Flint, uh, where they used to play a tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, and unfortunately, they don't do that one there anymore. That's a better course. Uh, yeah. But uh, at any rate, I was happy for the 3M that the highest rated golfer won. I mean, it's good for them uh, that they get, uh, you know, Fina winning like that. But uh, pretty good for them. I think Scott's bookie is calling him now. So it I'm is. I'm getting. I'm getting. I'm getting. I'm getting some bets in right now. But I mean, we didn't record last week, so does that mean I don't get to go, gloat about uh, 28 to one Camp Smith in the uh, Open Championship? Because that was awesome. 
You do get to gloat about that. That was uh, that was uh, that was a fun uh, a fun Sunday, an unbelievable round by by Cam Smith at the end of that one. But it was uh, it was a lot of fun. I, I really I really like Rory, and I was uh, you know pulling for him to win if Cam Smith didn't win. But when the money's on the line, I had to root for Cam, and that was a uh, that was a fun one. Jeff and I were Jeff and I were both pretty over pretty all over Cam Smith when we uh, when we did the pod that that week. I did do the pod with you for that one. Yeah, I, I, thought, I thought you were here for that. Yeah, I was. I just tr- I left that night. That's what I, I had. Yeah. So I missed the Wednesday radio appearance with Len Hockberg. That's what I missed. Um, okay, very important that we got that established. Let's let's tackle this week. First of all, this is another Birdie Fest cl- uh, course, isn't it? For sure. This is how low can you go? Wide open fairways. Uh, Bryson, uh, bulked up version of Bryson has won here. Uh, Nate Lashley, big hitter, is a former winner. Last year was Cam Davis. I don't know where Cam. I don't think he rates among the biggest drivers. But this just feels like one of those tracks where it's just like, you know, everyone's going to play from the fairway, basically. So being closer to the hole to me is an advantage. I look at driving distance or strokes gained off the tee a lot when I when I was prepping for this, and then um, still look at approaches because that shows you who's playing well. But I think uh, off the tee is big because you could just this is where you can really use that advantage. Yeah, and I think the key is if you do miss the fairway, it's not very punitive. There's like water on one hole out here. It's just if you if you're a little bit off the fairway, it's not going to hurt you that much. So yeah, I mean it's it's short enough where some short guys can compete, but uh, going uh, going long here is definitely an edge. Yep, and that's why Bryson made such a big splash here when he was playing here. Uh, this is after he first. It was one of the first tournaments after he bulked up that we saw him, and he dominated the field. Was you know, it was super fun to watch. Uh, and. Yep. Now, now, not so much. So let's let's look at the field here. Uh, we have four guys in five digits: Patrick Cantley at ten seven, Tony Finau coming off the win at ten six, Will Zalatoris at ten four, and Cam Young at ten one. Uh, let's go, uh, Mr. Cam Smith Picker and Scott Jenstad. There, uh, what do you got for us? What do you like? Do you like anybody in this range? For sure. And this is a week where I think build uh, how, how you're going to build is very important. As I right. went through this, there are a lot of players in the sevens I like as we get in the, at the, in the eight to nine. There's like one guy in the eight I like to play this week. But I uh, I think, uh, you know, I set the cutoff maybe like nine, seven. I think it's pretty clear above that. It's a, it's a definitely a different tier of player. Um, I'm going to go with uh, two guys above nine, seven on most of my lives and then play down the sevens. Like if you go... Cam Young and Will Zaltoris is 10-1, 10-4. You have about 7-3 left for the rest of your team. There's enough guys in the low sevens, high sixes, mid sevens that I do like. So I think I'm going to play two guys up here. Might surprise you guys. My favorite guy up here is actually, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't argue against any of them. Cantley's probably the best player. Finau won last week. Zaltoris, uh, you know, obviously always right there. But I really like Cam Young this week. I think his his game sets up perfectly this course. Hits the ball a mile. But obviously, also hits it hits it close. So when the shot game's approach is good, um, you know he was uh, he was he's first in the fields in in birdie ops gained and birdie birdie or better games. So like this is a course where you got to make a lot of birdies. Exactly what he does. Obviously, we saw the second at the at the British after that a uh, couple of missed cuts. It was good to see him bounce back. You look at the last twenty four rounds. First in the field off the tee, huge here. Second tee to green, ninth, seventh in ball striking. I just think it's a perfect setup for Cam Young. Uh, love him at ten one this week. And if I had to go second guy up here. Uh, probably Zalatoris. I've got a lot of Zalatoris, Cam Young starting a lineup this week. Yeah, it was super fun to see Cam Young driving the green on 18 at the yeah. British there, making the eagle, forcing Cam awesome. Smith to make birdie. He did, but still, it was, it was still pretty cool. So, yeah, Cam Young's my top pick off this tier. Um, wow. Similar to Scott, I don't think I want more than one 
Although I like the 8,000 tier more than the seven. So I, I want to get one guy and then build in the eights and seven. So I would lean young. I feel like Zalatoris can be very heavily owned. Everybody, he's kind of everybody's, uh, you know, best guy without a tour win. Although maybe young is, you know, it's probably those two. Um, but there's some other guys too. I, I think this is a good week for somebody to win their first tour, tour event. So I, you start at the top with Zalatoris and Young, but we'll uh, as we progress, I have a few more ideas. Very good. Let's move on to that next tier. Uh, they put some respect on Max Homa's name, gave him a uh, $9,900 price on DK. Cam Davis is at 97. Adam Scott, 93. Dizzying heights for Cam Davis, by the way. Uh, Adam Scott at 93. Keegan Bradley at 92. Kevin Kisner, 91. Uh, Jeff Ritter, you get to go first this time. Not my favorite tier. Um, I think Cam Davis is interesting, but maybe a little high. He has, he has been playing well, and he's a defending champion. Um, I think Kisner's a little sneakier at 9,100, although I don't really love that price either. Um, mm -hmm. But he has, he does, you know, he flashed on the leaderboard at the British Open. He's a bit of a streaky player. And, and you, you think, well, this is the kind of course we just talked about how big hitters tend to play well. But Actually, it's so wide open that Kisner, who's not a long hitter, but a, a solid iron player and short game player, uh, he's had good excess, success at this event as well. So I like him kind of going back to a course where he's had success and playing well. So maybe at 9,100, he's probably my favorite off this tier. But for me, I get into it more in the, the eights and sevens this week. I, I like the nine, seven guys and above here, which guy, why I kind of said there, my bookie really is keeps calling me. Sorry about that, guys. Um, I, uh, I always I always like Max Homa. He missed the cut at the at the British Open, but he was playing with Tiger. I, I just kind of throw that out. Like it's a really tough situation. He was playing. I barely missed the cut. I think he was I think he was plus two, and the cut was either plus one or even. But the only second missed cut of the year. Playing really well. Can go low. Um, all the stats can line up for for Homa to be good here. But I I, I do like Cam Davis a lot. The price is a little bit high at nine seven. But uh, Jeff mentioned he won here last year. He was 16th to the 3M last week and hit the ball really well. Gained 7.4 degree and 4.3 in approach. He was eighth at John Deere before that. He, he gained, played really well, uh, ball striking approach off the TNT to green. Made six straight cuts. And you look at a guy that makes birdies, he's fourth in this field in, in birdie or better opportunities. Gained six in the field in, in birdie, birdies or better, you know, actually cashed in. Um, I think he lines up really well here. I think he might be might be more popular to think just because he won here last year. The price is a little bit high, but I think people will gravitate towards him. And I, like I said before, the nine, seven, and above, and that includes Davis and Homa. I'm going to try and play two of that group on, on all my lineups. All right. Uh, let's move into the 8,000s here. Uh, we got Denny McCarthy at 8,900, Mav McNeely at 88, Sahith Thigala at 87, Davis Riley 86, Cameron Tringali 85, Adam, ha Adam Hadwin 84, Webb Simpson 83, Russell Henley 82, Gary Woodland 81, Mark Hubbard 8,000. Now, Scott, you've already said that you might be skipping this tier if you're building with two expensive players. Yep. If you don't skip this tier, if you only go with one, for instance, is there someone you like? There is. There's one guy in here I really like. I don't love the tier, but I do love Davis Riley this week. Uh, missed the cut on the number last week at 3M, but he hadn't played in a month. I'm going to throw that for a little bit of rust. He played very average. Didn't really gain or lose anywhere. Just kind of played kind of a, a boring uh, a boring couple of days. But uh, he was 64th the week prior, but he lost eight strokes putting in that one. He's had five straight – he had five straight top 13s between Mexico and – and Memorial. So like played really well. I think he's going to get it back this week. Uh, you look at the last 24 rounds, he's fifth in the field to the green fifth in ball striking third in approach, just really been solid all year. He's really good at, uh, at getting birdie opportunities, which we need here. So 
If I'm playing someone here, it's 8,600. I know a lot of people like Mark Hubbard this week. He's, a, he's, a, he's kind of a stats darling this week at 8,000. Um, but Riley, for me, is the one guy in here that I might find myself playing. I think Hubbard is, is he out. Did he, oh, did he, did he WD? All right, well, that, that's know, good. I wasn't I'm seeing out next to his name on DraftKings. That's new, that's new to me if he actually um, – he was not on my list, but I agree. He's, I think he was out last week, and that might be a carryover. Because uh, we have a note saying he's still listed in the field. Uh, that's the latest on Rotowire. Okay. Uh, so for whatever that's worth. Uh, well, maybe that makes Hubbard an even better play if uh, he has an out <laughs> icon next to right. him in DraftKings. People are going to stay away from him. So plug him in there uh, <laughs> until further notice. It's totally fine and safe. And Jeff Jeff Ritter has guaranteed your entry if it's not guaranteed. safe and fine. Yeah. So. That's, the, uh, that's the gaming golf guarantee right there. Um, yes. Yeah, I've, seen, I've seen a lot. I've seen a lot of people really like Mark Hubbard this week. That name has been out there a bunch. Yep. I think uh, I have. I agree with you on Davis Riley. I think uh, Igala has been playing well. Also, this this is back to my tier of of uh, picking up the thread of guys who are due to win a, a tournament. Guys who have you know been on leaderboards, been close. So, in addition to Igala, I think Maverick McNeely is interesting. Um, he's had a couple top twenty fives at this event. Um, there was, it wasn't that long ago when McNeely was kind of the, the Cam Young of the tour almost, maybe not, not that much success in majors, but just a guy marked for stardom, uh, very early still doesn't have a tour win somehow, but this could be it. Um, then also think, and Tagala, I, I think the, you know, Cam Young seems like a lock for rookie of the year at this point, but if you took him off the board, I mean, Tagala and Davis Riley have both had really good years as rookies. So I like them both at that price, um, this week. Thanks to Tom T for confirming that Hubbard is indeed playing this week there. I uh, appreciate you there. I, lo- I love the interaction. Sneaky, that's a sneaky DraftKings pick then. As long as that out icon appears next to his name for people setting their lineups right now, you might, you know, some people are going to avoid that. Right. Yeah. There's a lag factor for sure by from yeah. when that uh, clicks off. But uh, yeah. anyways, yeah. Uh, before we move on to the copious $7,000 tier, quick note from our sponsors on the Blue Wire Network. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's U-N-I-F-Y-D healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. And we are back. We want to thank everybody. We always have the Rotowire podcast on the Blue Wire Network. Let's look at the 7,000s. Again, too copious to list. Uh, no, actually, it's not. We're going to go by Havsies. Uh, Siwoo Kim at 79, Chris Kirk at 78, Streelman at 77, along with Stallings. At 76, Troy Merritt, J.H. Kim, uh, Cam Champ, Jason Day at 75, along with Matt Kuchar and Brendan Steele and Taylor Pendrith. I think it is Jeff Ritter's turn to go first here. Any in the, any, do you like anybody in the top half of the 7,000s? Yeah, I think um, Kirk is interesting. Streelman's interesting. I think Stallings is one of my favorites. Stallings has three made cuts uh, in his last three appearances in Detroit. He's also top tens in three of his last five starts. So quietly building some momentum, has had success in Detroit. I like it. Um, I think Cam Champ also, just again, going back to like the player profile we talked about, He's streaky, but he did crack a top 10. I think it was the Rocky Mortgage or 3M that he played. Uh, he just missed a bunch of cuts this summer, but he's streaky. He's kind of an all or nothing guy, but he's won on tour multiple times. And, um, you know, he, he has that bash it, go get it kind of golf game that can work out here. So I like him at that price. And then uh, Taylor Pendrith, uh, we talked about him before on this uh, podcast, coming back from injury. He's quietly got a couple top top fifteens um, playing alternate field events. So he was a, he was really the guy that I think was on most people's at the top or near the top for rookie of the year consideration at the start of the year, and they just got derailed mm-hmm. by the injury. Um, appears to be rounding back into form, and you get him at a cheap price. So I'm interested. Uh, I'm playing a lot of guys in the sevens this week, so uh, the, I have some some favorites in each part of them. Uh, I like I like J.H. Uh, Kim, as you call him. I would call him Tom Kim. What it's a, his name he goes by in America, but just is I mean this guy at seventy six hundred. He's thirty ninth ranked player in the world. He was twenty sixth uh, last week uh, after being forty uh, seventh at the Open, third third at the Scottish, twenty third at the U.S. Open. Gained five point five shots tee to green last week, so played really well at the three M Open. Just kind of putted really average, so he didn't really make a big run, but. His price is up a little bit, but 7600 I think he's a, I think he's the best player down here uh, in the range. 
Uh, I really like Brendan Steele at 7,500 also. Uh, he did not uh, play well last week. He missed the cut, but still gained 3.1 TD Green. He lost six strokes putting last week. Just could not make a putt. And you look at uh, TD Green in approach game, uh, elite prior to last week, three straight top 25s. You look at the last 24 rounds in this field. Brendan Steele is first in the field in ball striking. He's second off the tee. He's fourth in approach, just hitting the ball fantastically well. <laughs> Seventh in the field in birdie or better opportunities gained also. So his profile fits really well here. And then I agree with Jeff. I really like uh, Taylor Pendrith. He was a guy that was playing really well, had the, had the, uh, had the wrist injury. Uh, he was 13th at Barbasol and gained really well. 6.8 tee to green, 5.3 off the tee. He was also 11th at the Barracuda with the you know modified scoring there. He's a guy that hits the ball a mile, too, so his driving should be really good. Uh, so I really like Kim, Steele, and Pendrith. We'll be mixing and matching them on, on multiple teams this week. Yeah, Tom T also chimes in and says, yeah, he was off four months and came back T13, T11. So, yeah, pretty good. Different fields. Obviously, that, that's one thing that might work against a little bit, but this is a different field, too, basically. It, it, it's very similar field, maybe a little bit better up top. But uh, how about, uh, you know, you said you like a lot of guys in the lower sevens. Let's, let's, let's enumerate them real quick, and then you can tell me which ones you like, Scott, and then Jeff after that. Uh, at 74, Johnny Vegas. I know that's one of them you're going to be saying. Alex Smalley at 74. Ryan Palmer at 74. Uh, Chris Goderup, who uh, has made a little bit of a splash since joining the tour, is at 74. At the 73s, Harris English, C.T. Pan, another Genstad favorite. Mackenzie Hughes at 73. Nick Hardy and Ricky Fowler all at 73. At 72, Joel Damon, Luke List, Adam Svensson, Kurt Kitayama. That's a Jeff favorite. Uh, Doug Gim at 72. Jeff Erickson, that is not a Jeff Ritter. It might be Jeff Ritter favorite, too. Who knows? Wyndham Clark also at 72. At 7,100, we got Patrick Rogers, Stuart Sink, Grayson Sig, Callum Terran, Danny Willett, Hank Leo, Le- Leviota. Uh, man, it's getting harder and harder. Michael Thorne Bjornsson uh, also. And then at 7,000, uh, I think they're kind of sneaking in some names just to see if I can pronounce them. Matthias Schwab, Patton Kazire, Dylan Fratelli, Adam Shank. Austin Sutherman, there's another fave. James Hahn, Trey Mullenix, uh, Michael uh, Gligic, uh, part, Gilliac, uh pardon me Gl- for butchering Gl- that one. Gligic. Gligic. Sorry about that, Michael. Uh, appreciate you. Thank you, Scott. Uh, okay, I think we went uh, – I think we go Scott first here on these uh, lower ones. This is, your, this is kind of your Huckleberry, too. What do you like? Yeah, I, I like seven thousand to seventy six hundred is where where the range I really like this week. But I, I actually like uh, Gl- Gligich, who you uh, who you cannot say, and I who knows if I'm saying it right. Uh, he Michael has made seven straight cuts. He's seven thousand. He's been top twenty one the last three weeks he's played. I mean, for a guy down here in this range, those are really good results. That are huge results in drafting. If you can get a top twenty five guy down here. You are you are living well. Um, he putted he's putted really well the last four weeks, uh, so that's helped a little bit, but. He's gained uh, tee to green off the tee and approached last three weeks, playing really good golf right now. Made seven straight cuts. Uh, Got to love that at the price. Then I like uh, I like Callum uh, Taran at 7,100. I know he missed the cut at the Scottish, but in between that, he was seventh last week at the 3M. He was sixth at the Deer and played really well. He's not a guy that like, oh, I gained eight strokes on the greens, like whatever. At 3M, he gained 7.9 shots tee to green, 5.4 approach. At Deer, he gained 6.4 tee to green. He's just playing really well right now with, with that mixed cut in the middle, but uh, – at 7,100, I think he's someone that uh, that jumps off the page to me. As someone, you know, we got two top sevens the last three weeks. That's 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 pretty big down here. And then uh, Chris Goderup, uh, he had that uh, he had the he had the miscut at uh, where was that? That was at Barbasol. He bounced back really well. I like to see that at 3M last week. He played really well. Gained seven and a half tee to green, four point seven on approach. Uh, he's he's ninth in this whole field uh, over the last 24 rounds in birdie or better opportunities gained. So he's someone that can go low. 
Uh, probably a little bit of a, you know, a little bit up and down here. Got her up in his first year on the tour, but uh, you know, he's made four or five cuts. He has a fourth in there at the Deer. Played really well last week. I think the price is right this week at several hundred for him to uh, him to be on a lot of rosters too. I'm uh, I always get intrigued this time of year by like college stars that are that start popping back onto the tour in the summer, and so. Uh, Thor Bjornsson, uh, this kid from Stanford is interesting to me, He's still an amateur. Uh, and I almost wish he was down at like 6,500 instead of, I, I think he's what is he, 7,000 or so. I wish he was even cheaper, but, um, he's all American, you know, nothing to lose. I, and I, I think he's already played somewhere. I'm trying to, I'm trying to look it up. I know I've seen him on a leaderboard this summer at some point, uh, briefly, is it travelers? Um, anyway. You get into these like college stars with big pedigrees, confidence, nothing to lose. Uh, his nickname is Thor. You like that. Uh, <laughs> you like the story. Um, I think it could just be a, a fun guy to uh, to put in that. Most people don't know that name yet. So they're probably just going to glance right over and assume he's like. Yeah, he finished fourth at the Ireland. Travelers. Yeah, he, fin he finished fourth. He was actually in the mix. Though. He, he was. Okay, yeah. yes. All right. He's even finished fourth. So. All right. I'm even more now I'm even more bullish. Uh, so, you know, a lesser or someone who's not really plugged into pro golf will see that name and just glaze over it, thinking it's just some Norwegian coming down to just like, right, come make a check for a week if they're lucky. But um, there might be something there. So I, I would go that route. Uh, I'm in on Chris Goddard up again. I think he's underpriced. I think he's shown enough to be out of priced out of the sevens at this point. Um, and then I think for, for narrative, you know, you jokingly call it the Ricky Fowler open, but I, I, I think Fowler is fascinating. I mean, I have no insight into what's going on with him, but we know that there's like rumored, you know, live conversation, live golf conversation taking place. And you look at the standings I and mean, Ricky's like just outside the top 125. So, uh, he probably has two events maybe to play for PGA tour status. And if he doesn't get the status, where's he going to go? I mean, you know, so if you're on the Ricky Fowler playing for America, playing to stay on television, uh, you know, tour, uh, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's fascinating. Uh, you know, Fowler's a, um, he's an interesting guy to watch this week. So I, you for know, sure. if, you, if you like the narrative, if you like to, to follow a, a story, I think Fowler's interesting and he's priced, he's priced appropriately anyway. Jeff way, Michael, Michael Thorpe Jornsson's nickname is the Thunder Cub. So how do you go wrong with that? Yeah, I, I mean, he's, he's, all right. He's I, I, a thousand more just for dude, that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> By the way, new Thor movie. Did not enjoy. Um, really? Saw it last night. I was disappointed. Uh, too campy, and you know they're, they're, they're basically I, they made him look be this buffoon for the first hour of the movie, and it really wasn't earned. I thought so. Anyways, moving on. Uh, this is not a movie review podcast. So, uh, anybody else in the sixes you guys like? I didn't have much. I, I've been watching Tyler Duncan a little bit. I think Scott flagged him first. Um, he was 45th last week, top 15 at the Barbersaw. I don't know. I think you could probably build it off the lower sevens and avoid this tier. You get down to the 6,000s in a field like this, you are really uh, you're in the dregs a little bit. So I, I had Tyler Duncan, but not much else. 
Two uh, two guys I like down here, and I might play. Uh, I'll probably play one of them on a couple laps. Uh, Hayden Buckley is sixty nine hundred. He's made five straight cuts. He gained over four point five shots on approach at three uh, M and Barbosa. I guess four point three at Barbosa, so over four in both of those. Finished twenty six last week at the three M and hit it really well. Uh, had a little trouble around the greens, but uh, if you kind of limit it down, when you when you get the six, you kind of limit it down. You go like the last twelve rounds you guys have played. He's top five in shots gained, ball striking, so he's hitting the ball really well, especially recently. And I like guys that. If you get someone down to 6,000, give me someone who's hot uh, with the ball striking and then you kind of go from there. And then also kind of a similar vein, uh, Lee Hodges is 6,800. He was really good last week at 3M. He gained 11.3 shots, Tita Green, nine strokes on approach. He's one of the better players out there, ball striking. Just lost, he lost 3.8 strokes putting. So he had, he had trouble in the greens, but he finished 16th. He just puts average. He's like in the mix on Sunday, right up there with the, with the, with the big studs. So uh, I like how, how well he hit last week. Give me someone who's hot coming off a really good uh, ball striking week. A uh, hundred sixty and hundred, I think, is really playable too. And everybody's going to be angling to try to pick him up uh, on Monday when he's first eligible in our league. He was attempted to be picked up, but he That's had right. been dropped in this month. So, uh, yeah, will be interesting to see what happens uh, there if he comes off another good tournament this week, especially. Um, all right, uh, let's move on to the SI Sportsbook uh, and take a look at what we see there on the uh, sport on the on the betting side of things. Jeff, what's your betting sheet looking like? So, I mean, similar vein to what we talked about, I think Cam Young, you know, I wish the odds were a little longer than 18 to one, but uh, I think it's kind of, I think he's, he's my pick to win this week. So I'm going to go with him. Uh, I think again, guys who are due, there's Sahith Tagala, 33 to one, Matt McNeely's 35 to one, Davis Riley's 35 to one, and then Cam Champ, uh, the course fit. 50 to one. And I'm trying to find odds on the Thunder Cub lower here because I just think... <laughs> Yeah, top five, 22 to one. 22 to one for the Thunder Cub uh, for a top five. Uh, why not? Uh, that, that'll that do it for me. I think what now that we his uh, price is out there, uh, I mean, his nickname is out there. I mean, the price is just going to get worse as we go on here. That's true. The gaming yeah. golf bounce is about to take hold for uh, Thor, Thor Bjornsson betting odds. Give me, give me 22 to one to win in, in about 20 minutes here. Yeah. Uh, I am going, I'm going Cam Young also. I wish, uh, like Jeff, I wish the price was a little better, but 18 to one, I think uh, really good shot to win this week. I like that. Davis Riley for sure at 35 to one. Uh, I saw him at 45 to one uh, earlier this week and now he's down 35, but I still do like that. Uh, Tom Kim, 50 to one for sure. I just think too good of a player to be that long of an odds. And then I'm stuck in the sixties here. I like a couple guys, but I think I'm going to go with, uh, Taylor Pendrith at 60 to one. Also, I think that uh, hits the ball far. I think he's got a, a guy that's been up there a couple times on the leaderboard. So could win. And then a couple long shots uh, for a few bucks. Chris Goddard up's 80 to one. I think he's got a chance to win this week also. And then uh, I'm going to go with uh, Hayden Buckley for a couple bucks, 150 to one. And maybe, a, maybe a top 10 there. Um, I think he's playing uh, hitting the ball well enough that uh, I'm intrigued there at 150 to one. Yeah. It's interesting that, uh, Goddard is only uh, $100 cheaper than Pendrith, but much better odds uh, on bet on the betting sheet. So I, I, you like to try to find that try to try to find a way to arbitrage that, especially when you like both players. For sure, I, I agree there. I think I think I'm a surprise Goddard was 80 to one because he was really popular a couple of weeks ago and the name was out there. And then I, I think people have just forgotten about him. Um, I think he's someone who can legit uh, make a run at the tournament this week. Yep, uh, very I very much agree. Uh, looking forward to seeing that. I wish I had it on my watch in our season long league, but then again, I wouldn't wish that on any young golfer that's on the rise. So, uh, Scott Pierce, he can attest to that. Um, so there you go. Uh, let's talk about uh, one and done. Who are we going here? 
Scott, you go first. Uh, I'm uh, I have him available. I think he's going to win this week, so I'm going to make this pretty easy. I'm going I'm going Cam Young and one and done this week. I I have I've already used him, so uh, tough break there, uh, Jeff. Well, I haven't used Cam Young. He was going to be my first choice, but make it I've do it. Do it anyway. Oh, you know what? You can't take the Thunder Cub because he's an amateur here. You can't take him in our one and done. All right, then I'm gonna I'm gonna take Cam Young. I was gonna. Yeah, I I just realized he's grayed out too. Why? I guess he can't make money, so you can't take him. Uh, Yeah, he's an amateur. Is he? He's not, but he's not grayed out on DraftKings though, which is interesting. No, he's he's playable there because he that doesn't that's more points. I guess the. yeah, that's he, true. He, he can't make money in the, the one and done's all based on maybe that, he'd have a slot. I guess they just, I didn't even just skip him in the slot. So I guess he can't do it. Yeah. I mean, he, he made $0 for his fourth yeah. place finish at the Travelers. So. And that would have been like, and that would have been 410,000, I think I read too. Oh, yeah. man. He must be confident in his ability in the future, though. So that's pretty cool. Uh, I'm going to go with Tom Kim. Uh, and then Siwoo Kim's my backup because I really like him. So there you go. My, my wife will be happy about that. Um, <laughs> We got a question from Tom. Any thoughts on Denny McCarthy? You know, it's funny. I usually skip Denny McCarthy because he's just all putting and nothing else. I never like to rely on that. But Denny McCarthy hit the ball really well to John Deere. He gained over five-point shots in approach, over eight tee to green. He finished sixth there. You look at his last four events, uh, three top sevens is really, really impressive. But uh, I always worry he's just so reliant on the putter. He's expensive this week. He's 8,900. I think he's Mm -hmm. more playable than I thought he's been in the past. Uh, gets hot with his putter again. It's really good. He's, he's the number one player in this field in, in short game. Uh, he's number one in the, in the last 24 rounds. So I have no issue with it. I probably like Davis Riley more uh, right below him, but uh, I don't love the eight. So I wouldn't really hard, argue hard against McCarthy if he, if he had a slot for him there. Yeah. Uh, good question, Tom. Appreciate you on that. Uh, appreciate everybody uh, listening in. And as always, I uh, love the interaction. Love uh, Tom jumping in here on that. We want more of that. So if you're watching or listening to us live, Please, please keep on pounding us with the questions. We like it there. Uh, any parting thoughts, guys? Uh, I think Ricky's going to stay. I think he's going to find his way back to the PGA Tour. That's my parting thought. It's, if, this is, if this is Ricky week, I feel like we should make a Ricky prediction. I think he plays his way back into the top 20, 125 and says no to live. Is, right. is Cam Young officially a goner? Do we know if he went to live? I know there's all the rumors. Do we know that he Cam went? Davis or Cam Davis? No, Cam, Cam Smith. Smith. Cam Smith, yeah. No, not officially. Okay. I mean, there's rumors, but um, no. You know, I, be I think the next, the next big domino is probably after the FedEx Cup. You know, there, there's going to be another Makes way. Where guys have a chance at that $15 million prize. So that's um, – that, yeah. that you got to think that's going to be a, a moment. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd be really bummed out if Cam Smith or Hideki went over yeah. there. Um, those are guys closer to the top of their game, and that that would that would be a pretty big domino in my mind. Yeah. But Cam, uh, Cam Smith would be the best player to go if he went by 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 a pretty order of magnitude. Yeah. I think right yeah. now it depends yeah. what you think about DJ. So well, DJ, yeah. yeah, yeah, but he's maybe he's not def- order of magnitude with DJ. Yeah, but he's definitely a better player than DJ last whatever that is year and a half or so. Yeah, that's yep. true. Yeah, absolutely true. All right, that's going to wrap it up for today. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, good luck in the Rocket Mortgage Classic, and we'll be back at you again next week. Take care. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, 
for the ones who get it done.